We're celebrating Marketplace's 35th anniversary with some throwback thank you gifts available during this March fundraiser. We took our old dot-com era logo and put it on a sticker, a glass mug, a tote bag, and a t-shirt. No matter how much you donate, you can get a fun piece of Marketplace history. Check them out at marketplace.org slash donate. These limited edition gifts are only available through March 22nd. Get yours at marketplace.org slash donate. We're celebrating Marketplace's 35th anniversary with some throwback thank you gifts available during this March fundraiser. We took our old dot-com era logo and put it on a sticker, a glass mug, a tote bag, and a t-shirt. No matter how much you donate, you can get a fun piece of Marketplace history. Check them out at marketplace.org slash donate. These limited edition gifts are only available through March 22nd. Get yours at marketplace.org slash donate. A lot of corporate economists got it wrong figuring we would be in recession last year. Now their recession talk is way down. I'm David Brancaccio. Corporations employ economists to figure out where things are going. And a new survey of these folks out today from the National Association for Business Economics finds just a quarter of economists are predicting a recession this year. Marketplace's Nancy Marshall-Genzer joins us with the data. Yeah, that's good news, David. But the economists in the survey don't think the economy is totally out of the woods yet. Uh, More than half still think we'll have a recession either next year or the year after. Uh, They think it'll be caused by some kind of an external shock to the economy. Uh, They're most worried about a conflict between China and Taiwan or a broadening of the war in the Middle East that would drive up oil prices. Mm. And I see in the survey some of these economists think our central bankers are getting it wrong on interest rates. Yet more and more of these economists are saying the Fed is keeping interest rates too high for too long. 21 percent said rates were too high, and that's up from just 14 percent last year. And these economists were also asked about the role of government. Anything stand out? Yeah, two-thirds of them said the U.S. should increase the number of immigrants allowed into the country legally. A Fed Chair Jerome Powell has said immigration has helped ease the U.S. labor shortage. The survey respondents also said the two most important objectives for the government are promoting economic growth and reducing the deficit. Just 7% of the economists said addressing income inequality was the government's most important goal. 7%. Marketplace's Nancy Marshall-Genzer, thank you. Tax filing season is here, and finding a certified public accountant might be more of a challenge than you think. Between a wave of retirements and a drop in the number of people graduating with accounting degrees, the profession is struggling to staff up. Here's Marketplace's Savannah Marr. Jenny Merrill, a CPA in Chico, California, is already swamped this tax season. I'm working like 11, 12-hour days, six days a week. For the last couple of years, Merrill says her small firm has been short-staffed and booked solid. We get calls all the time saying, hey, my CPA just retired. Do you have room? And we don't. That's been happening across the industry, says Adrian Gonzalez, who edits the accounting blog Going Concern. Turning away work has been a very new development. With young people opting for higher-paying fields out of college, Gonzalez says lots of accounting firms just can't take on a lot of new business. Some are finding solutions overseas. At some firms, you're talking 50%, 60% of the work is being offshored to the Philippines, India, 
And down the road, Gonzalez says robots could take on some accounting work. The largest firms are giving artificial intelligence a cautious try. I'm Savannah Marr for Marketplace. This Marketplace podcast is supported by Palo Alto Networks. As you innovate to transform your business in today's digital world, how do you stay secure? At Palo Alto Networks, our mission is to protect your digital way of life. Whether it's unprecedented opportunities or uncertainties with AI and whatever comes next, we continually deliver innovation to make each day safer and more secure than the one before. More at paloaltonetworks.com. U.S. household debt went up 1.2% in the last quarter of last year. That Federal Reserve data show a lot of the increase was borrowing for homes. New mortgage debt has grown 30% since before pandemic, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Marketplace's Justin Ho has that. Mortgage debt made up 70% of household debt last quarter, according to the New York Federal Reserve. Shannon Grine, an economist with Wells Fargo, says that's no surprise, given that we're talking about the biggest asset most households own. So it's really just the overall value associated with the purchase that causes mortgages to be a bigger um, debt burden for the household sector. But even though that debt burden has been growing, Grine says she's not all that concerned. For one, people's incomes have been rising, too. So when you take mortgage debt as a share of income, it's still relatively manageable. It suggests that households aren't nearly as overlevered as they were going into the 2008 crisis. Plus, Grind says about 80 percent of mortgage holders have a rate below 5 percent from back when rates were cheap. As a result, the fact that most mortgages are locked in at low rates is, is having a stimulative effect on the economy. That's because not having to throw all your money toward a big mortgage payment means more money for literally anything else, says Kathy Bosjancic, chief economist at Nationwide. That could clearly have played a role in boosting consumer spending and also just making households feel better about their balance sheet overall. And sure, that's nice for anyone lucky enough to own a home. But Bosjancic says all that spending also means more business income. And that can mean more equipment purchases, even more hiring. So what that does is keep the economy turbocharged because consumers overall are spending, especially those lucky ones, spending more than they otherwise would be. The low mortgage rates people are sitting on have also helped people feel comfortable taking on other debt. And while delinquencies on credit card debt and auto loans have been rising, Shannon Grine at Wells Fargo says the economy is still okay. When we're talking about such a large economy as the United States, you can have some of those vulnerabilities arise and still have the consumer continue to spend at a strong pace. And even though delinquencies have been rising overall, they're still below where they were before the pandemic. I'm Justin Ho for Marketplace. And those cargo ships taking the long cut, given attacks by Iran-backed rebels in the Red Sea, they're speeding up, according to the Financial Times, and more speed means more climate-altering gases. By one calculation, going from 14 to 16 nautical miles an hour jacks up fuel consumption per mile by 31 percent. I'm David Brancaccio, Marketplace Morning Report from APM, American Public Media.